Welcome to the Grant Writing Simplified Podcast. This is the place to learn how to make a big impact in your community through grant writing and nonprofit consulting. The world needs you to step forward as a grant writer and use your skills to lead with confidence. I'm Teresa Huff, former special ed teacher turned grant writer and nonprofit strategist. In my 20 years of freelancing, I've helped nonprofits triple their funding and exponentially increase their reach. Now I'm stepping up to mentor freelancers and nonprofit leaders like you who are ready to take your skills to the next level. It's time to get intentional about your vision so you can create lasting change in your community. Learn the skills and strategies you need to become the grant writer the world needs. Let's do this. Hey friends, welcome to the Grant Writing Simplified Podcast, episode 20. That is an exciting landmark. I can't believe it's been 20 episodes already and about three months time. So that's really exciting. I have met some amazing people because of starting the podcast and through conversations that I've had because of it. So I'm very thankful for that. I really appreciate your support and the kind reviews and the feedback and messages that you guys have sent about the podcast. I love hearing from listeners and seeing the reviews and knowing that this is an encouragement to you as well. So thank you for that. I talk to a lot of new grant writers and small nonprofits that are really nervous about starting out with grants. And so I want to reassure you that even if you're new, you can do this. We all have to start somewhere. I started from ground zero. I knew nothing about grants once upon a time. So you can do it. There are some things you can do strategically to increase your chances of winning the grant. And there are so many different factors that go into a grant decision. And a lot of those are out of our control. Now, obviously, some of those are up to the writer and how well you've put together the application, how well you've done your research, and how well designed the program is. However, there are a lot of things that are completely out of our control. You could write the most amazing grant application and still not be awarded. This could be for all sorts of reasons. It could just be bad timing for the funder. There could be funding changes, policy changes, pandemics who knew, natural disasters that come up and need emergency funding, sometimes changes in a foundation's priorities. I've seen a foundation where they used to do more general community work for families in poverty, and then they really narrowed down that focus to especially kids and teens in poverty and to help with their education specifically. So that's an example where year after year, they funded several community initiatives, and then they really focused that down so that certain organizations weren't eligible anymore, but they were able to make a more focused impact in one specific demographic. One way, though, that you can increase your chances of winning is to call the funder. Now, I know this might make you a little nervous. Grant writers often ask me if this is all right, and they're nervous. They don't know what to say. They say, what do I even ask them? What do I talk to them about? Do they even want me to call? But if you think about it, they have a lot of applications to review, and probably not all of those are a good fit. So if people would just take a few minutes to contact them ahead of time and talk it through, that would save everybody a lot of time. They would get better quality applications. You would be able to submit 
applications that are a better fit with your organization and you can increase your chances of winning the grant because you're sending in better quality of applications. So should you call the grant funder? Yes, you should, but with a few guidelines. If for some reason their website or other materials in their guidelines specifically say not to call, then don't. Respect that and go with what they say. But before you do call, research their organization, their mission, the grant itself, read through the guidelines so that you can ask informed questions. You don't want to call and say, when is this grant due? How much is it? If that's right there on their website. Don't ask things that you can find out for yourself. You want to ask better questions. And when you do call, be respectful. You're building a relationship and they are the funder. They are looking to invest in your organization. So you're not going into this to be argumentative and convince them and make this case and argue with them that they should fund you. You're being respectful and listening. And try to read the person when you do call and see how open to questions they are. For example, one foundation I have called in the past, the person in charge of running the grant program and kind of the communications and collecting everything for the board to review applications, she is there because that is her job. She is there to help organizations and to really coordinate everything. So she is more than happy to talk on the phone, to explain things, to talk through projects, to answer questions. Most funders are like that. They're going to have someone designated that is more than happy to work with you and help you understand what the expectations are for that grant. I have talked with a handful of foundations over the years where maybe their primary purpose is something else, like say they are a bank that is sort of the umbrella to organize some of the foundations, and they coordinate that on behalf of some other foundations. So when you call, you might get someone's secretary or you might get someone who really, that is not their primary job and they don't know much about it. If that's the case, just find out what you can and move on. It may not be as helpful in that situation. So just gather whatever you can. For the most part, you can kind of read the person and figure out pretty quickly if they are there to help and give you as much information as possible versus they're just there for some other job and they happen to have their name posted on the website as the contact person. They might just be there to pass on emails to the board. Calling the funders can make all the difference sometimes. For example, I used to write grants for a food pantry, and this was the only food pantry in the county. We had gotten several grants over the years, and they had a good reputation, a very solid organization. And so I talked with the director about a couple of specific areas of need that they had, and I researched and found some grants that were a good match. And one grant in particular seemed good, so I called the grant officer at the foundation. And I talked with her, explained to her what we were thinking about. And she said, you know, we get a lot of food pantry applications and people asking for food. And because there are so many, and because that's something quickly consumable, the board is not going to fund that type of project. She said the board is really looking for projects that are going to increase efficiency and better operations. So if you can come up with something that would really make yours stand out in that way, then they would probably be more interested. 
So I thought that's an interesting twist. I called the nonprofit director back and explained what the grant officer had said. And so we started talking through ideas. She said that the food pantry could really use a forklift. That's something that they had really wanted for years, but that was out of the budget and hard to justify spending $10,000 on a forklift when people need food. I asked her more about it, and she said the big delivery trucks would come with these pallets of food, and their volunteers would have to go unload each box by hand off of the truck into the back warehouse, and then they'd have to carry them a long ways to move them up into the front room where they distribute the food. And a lot of these volunteers doing this are senior citizens. They don't need to be lifting that much food. And it was very cumbersome and just took a long time to unload the trucks. She said, if we had a forklift, we could do that in no time. We could move the pallets around as we need to. That would be so amazing. So we adjusted what we were asking for. But note that it still very much matched the nonprofit's needs and the funder's mission. We did not twist anything out of shape. We did not stretch their mission into something that they weren't already doing or didn't already need. That was just a need that hadn't occurred to us before because there aren't too many grants out there for forklifts. So I put together the application and really explained, like the funder had told me, I explained how that would make their operations more efficient and described the whole process that they go through currently and what that would look like after they got the forklift. We submitted the application, and it took probably three or four months, which isn't uncommon, and we got the award, and they got their new forklift. But here's the thing. They only awarded 17 out of 95 applications. That's crazy, and we were one of those few. We were the only food pantry that got awarded. If I hadn't called the funder, we would have applied for something completely out of alignment with what that funder was looking for. And the funny thing is, when I've talked to other funders for them, they said, no, we definitely don't want to buy equipment. We want to help with emergencies and current needs. So for those grants, we were able to get money to help with utilities and food and very current consumable things. So you just never know. And I had researched and scoured all the websites. I knew what was in the guidelines, but those specific things were not there. And if I hadn't called and just talked to the officer at the foundation, we never would have known that and we would not have been that successful. So I really encourage you to call them. Now, if that really makes you nervous, I've got a tool to help you. You can go to teresahuff.com slash call, C-A-L-L. And this is a PDF that just walks you through exactly what I say to funders, the script I use, and why. And it gives you a little bit of background so that you understand the reasoning and how you need to prepare before the call, what information you need to have on hand, and what types of questions you need to ask. I also include a plug-and-play Google Doc that you can make a copy and add your own notes, your own questions, revise it however you need to, and make it your own. You can grab that today at teresahuff.com slash call, C-A-L-L, and go to town on that and start calling your funders. Do your homework ahead of time, know what you're doing, 
but then you can call with confidence knowing that you're asking good questions. Don't be discouraged if a funder says it's not a good fit. That's just information and it helps you narrow down before spending all that time on the grant application. That helps you move on more quickly to grants that are a better fit. So don't take it personally. That's just part of the game and that's how it goes sometimes. I also want to recommend that you go back and listen to episode 9 where I interview a grant funder and there's a checklist with that as well that goes through all the things that she recommends and that she looks for when she's reviewing grant applications and things that she looks for in building the relationships with nonprofits. She has so many great resources that she shares in that one and talks through the reasoning and the thought process behind some of these foundation grants. If you're feeling a little discouraged about your track record of writing grants, go back to episode 14 where I talk about grant writer success rates and listen to that one too. That kind of goes back to what I said at the beginning of this episode where a lot of things are out of our control as a grant writer and how success rates is not the best metric for what kind of grant writer you are and what kind of quality writing you have if you are looking for a grant writer as well. Check those out. Let me know what you think. Send me your questions. I love hearing from you guys. And thank you for listening in to episode number 20. Thanks for celebrating with me. If you love this show and you learn something new about being the type of grant writer the world needs so you can create a ripple in your community, please go leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts today. Thanks for listening. Now go change your world.